Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Jake Summer Podcast. Off-season is finally here. For you guys watching this Tuesday morning, we're recording this Sunday morning. So... Super Bowl is to be played later today. We'll find out what happens there. Talk about that with you guys on Thursday. But this is the first episode of the offseason. On Tuesdays, like we said last week, is going to be the Jenks and Hammer scouting report. So the first one we got today is interior offense lineman. Me and Grayson broke down a bunch of the top prospects of this year's draft, and we narrowed it down to our top eight. So we're going to break it down for you guys, eight through one. Let's get right into it. Yeah, real quick, just want to say shout out to you, Hammer. We uh we started this podcast, I think, middle of March last year. So we kind of just hopped into it on a random, hey, let's start a podcast. And to look at it a year later, finally another offseason. Proud we're here. Hopefully we get some more viewers, get some snowballing going, uh, and we'll uh, keep on doing these videos for you guys. Let's do it. Welcome to the Jenks and the Hammer podcast. <laughs> Bringing you the latest NFL news and insights from the perspectives of two diehard fans. So sit back, relax, and get ready for some football talk with Jenks and the Hammer. Here we go, here we go! All right, guys, getting right into our offensive interior offensive lineman rankings. So before we get into the top eight, the official top eight, Hammer and I wanted to give a quick shout-out to a few honorable mentions that we think are possibly drafted and still still going to be possibly good players in the NFL. So the first two guys I want to give shout-outs to are Bo Limmer from Arkansas. He's a center, as well as Drake Nugent, Nugent or Nugent, however you pronounce it, of uh, the Michigan center. Both guys are pretty solid, but in this top eight, we're looking for guys that are more well-rounded as well as more solidified in their fundamentals, everything like that. Yeah, my two guys, Christian Haynes from UConn. Uh, five years of experience, a lot of experience. Plays guard. I didn't really like his... I think he shows a lot of good things. He's undersized at 6'2". I just felt like he held a lot in tape. He got a lot of penalties, and his size kind of took him down, took him out of the top eight for us. My other guy is Cedric Van Pran from Georgia. He's a center, really good. I think he's a fourth-round pick, just didn't cut it for the top eight. And real quick, right, we're doing offense lineman this week. Next week will be defensive line. We're going to go every other offense defense. We're starting with the big uglies first because 
As you guys know, the combine is later this month, so we could do the skill guys having that combine um, background to lean on a little bit, talk about it more. But yeah, let's get right into it. Yeah, so with that, the number eight guy, the first guy I want to kind of talk about is going to be Javion Cohen out of uh, Miami. So the picture here is in Alabama, uniform round. You're wondering why. He was there for, I believe, three to four years, and he transferred over to Miami this post, this most recent season. Still was pretty solid, um, but he's a, he's a relatively re- well-rounded guard, right? He's he's a beast level leveling out the guys in the second level. He goes out, um, and he, immediately when that ball is snapped, you see him instantly on a pole. He's he's already there. He's already to his spot. You don't got to worry about him waiting or being delayed, anything like that. He has good aggression um, and decent run blocking. I'd say the things he needs to work on though are not great hands. Um, once he gets to that second level, he kind of just starts going throwing his body out there which is something you, you see in college, but in the NFL, you got to go out there, you got to get your hands on the guy and then push because otherwise they're just going to instantly go by or uh, or they'll just kind of swim, whatever, get by you. Next, his footwork can be a little bit sloppy and pass pro as well, and his fundamentals just kind of be kind of need to be tuned up. But with his size at 6'4", 319, I think an NFL coach sees this, sees this guy who played with Alabama and Miami too, pretty good, I mean, Alabama's damn good, but Miami's been all right the last few years um, in college. So they see a guy that's played a good, a lot of football, and he's played at a solid level. With this size, you can improve him, get him turned around. And I think in an NFL level, he's going to be a starting guard within the next year, maybe two. Um, so I, that's why I got him going day three, and that's why he's number eight for us. And he can play a little right tackle, right? Yeah, so he played right tackle in high school and very little in college. Um okay. But that's a, so possibly some guys are saying, hey, you might be able to move him out to right tackle in the NFL. But I, I believe he's going to stick at that guard. guard spot in the NFL. Yeah. So and that's a big thing, too, as we get down the list. I think the guys that are more, you know, are top guys are really versatile. And that really kind of shoots them up the board because uh, being a versatile player in this league is so valuable, especially that offense line. You know, some mm-hmm. guys that we have can play all five spots, can play, you know, maybe just guard center, too. But. You know, being versatile is just very key and can boost you up draft boards just like that. Number seven, we got Donovan Jackson from Ohio State. He's staying at 6'4", 320 pounds. Uh, throughout his college career, he definitely got better with pass protection. He wasn't the best at it to begin with. Um, he's got really good arm length. Uh, you know, as we get up the list, there's a couple guys that kind of have short arms that kind of, you know, um, downgrade them a little bit, but not him. He's got long arms, which is good. Uh, movement to second level is impressive. He exposed off the line, uh, squares up good with those linebackers and DBs. Uh, he's a good hand fighter and he, you know, runs his legs through those blocks better. And then he's a big dude, right? Six four, three hundred twenty pounds. So he's got. So you think you know balance, agility, and he's got pretty good balance. You know, pretty good, uh, better balance than you would expect. But then. I mean, honestly, you know, for that size too, there are times where he doesn't have great feet. Footwork's not the best. Uh, and pass protection, where he has gotten better at, he can still improve upon it. He lunges a lot at times and gets tossed. Um, but, yeah, I see him as a day three pick. Good player, good size, uh, good coming from a good program too. So that's going to be attractive for a lot of teams. Yeah, and a guy like Ohio, from Ohio State even, like that's – Immediately, Ohio State is a highly drafted team. So when you see a guy out of Ohio State, teams are instantly more attracted to him, regardless of the state of his play. Like I just said with Javon Cohen, like he has the fundamentals kind of there. You just got to improve on him, 
finely tune it and then see where how he does in the NFL. Yeah, and I don't know if because I don't know if I said this. I think he's gonna be a day three pick. I think um, I think a lot of guards, interior offense linemen, are kind of slept on. A lot of them get picked day two, day three. There's not a lot of day one guards going just because the value to the position. You know, tackles are way more valuable than them, and you know, guards and centers can be found you know, through the middle and towards the end of the draft. So that's kind of why a lot of these guys are going to be day two, day three picks. I think our top guys are like end of day one, early day two guys. So just keep that in mind as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, tackles always very, very highly considered instead of these roles. So number six, the guy I'm going to talk about is Zach Zinner uh, out of Michigan. He's a guard. Uh, This past season, he broke his leg. That's going to be the high thing, the thing that everyone's talking about going into this draft process. This guy, he probably could have gotten drafted this past season, this past year in the past draft, but he actually decided to come back to Michigan and go after a championship with Jim Harbaugh and all that. And and they did it, but he got hurt, obviously, so he wasn't able to achieve that goal. But I think he has a lot of experience, and that's something that's attracted to NFL teams. Um, he uh, he has good awareness and power when he's, in, when he's in the line. He's blocking. He has above average hands, and he likes to be gritty when he's blocking. You see on his film, this is a guy that he loves football. You can tell right away when he's playing, he loves to just go hit a guy in front of him. He, he loves doing that. That's something you want in an NFL player. He's just aggression. You know, that's, that's all you need. The bad, he seems like sometimes with his height, he's 6'6", 322. So he's very, very tall. Seems Stands his height, up tall. He gets a little bit, he's a little bit yeah. top heavy and he starts leaning a little bit, which is something that, you know, in NFL, you got to, you got to keep your frame. You got to stay um, on your feet and not on your feet, but stay middle balanced, you know, stay. Um, level and his height is blessing and curse in that way um, his balance can be below average at times when pulling or on a run he's sta- he's start he's very tall very lanky so he kind of goes to reach for blocks and things like that and people can go around him or he just loses his balance in that pulling so all in all i think this guy is a, is a very highly respected guy i think around the league um five years in college and he played in michigan and he was very good at Michigan as well. But that injury, like I said, is going to hinder him in this draft process. And that's why I got him falling to late day two, possibly early day three as well for Zach Zinter. Number five, got Cooper Beebe. Uh, this guy's a really fun guy, exciting guy in the draft. A lot of guys are looking at him. Uh, from Kansas State, he's 6'4", 335 pounds, big dude. There's rumors that he dropped in the 315. Uh, we'll, see what ha- we'll see what he weighs in at the combine. Five years of experience, so... Coach is going to love that experience. Uh, this dude's a man mover. This dude is a man mover. He's a double team monster. Uh, you know, he's going with it. <laughs> He's going to help with the double team and put some dude on his butt. His film was really fun to watch. Uh, really good awareness. He finishes every block. His movement to the second level is really impre- pre- impressive. Uh, the bad, he could be a little heavy on his feet. You know, he's a big dude. Uh, mobility, balance can be an issue at times when he's pulling out to the edge um he's got short arms which hurt him a little bit and you know i think he could definitely prove with pass protection like a lot of these guards can um i think he's a day two player i think he goes i think he goes third round probably third late third round but he's a fun player you know if we had a picture of his face and like you see his build he just he looks like a guard from kansas state so he's a fun prospect and uh yeah i i someone that i've you know, I've seen mocks of the Packers and a lot of mock drafts. So he's an interesting uh, one to keep your eye out for. Yeah, I'll say this real quick. You said heavy on his feet. I mean, makes sense. Look at, his, look at those calves. I know, those calves. 
Those things are tree big trunks. Calves. Bigger than my ar- those those things are bigger than my quads. His calves, his calves look bigger than his arms. Yeah, he's, he, <laughs> no joke. It's ridiculous. No joke. It's huge. Anyways, yeah. anyways, number four, we got Zach Frazier from West Virginia, the number two center in my opinion in this draft. He's a guy that some people are swapping with Jackson Powers Powers Johnson, um, or Jones, whatever. Um, and I, I like him. I think he's a great prospect. He had 806 offensive snaps with only four hurries, three hits, and zero sacks throughout the season. And he has long arms, great hands on the inside. And love how he's able to stay balanced when he's going to that second level and maintaining blocks. Um, it seems he's he's always trying to immediately turn guy, turn guys. When you're watching his film, as soon as the ball snapped, he puts his hands right in their chest instantly. He's turning them to the right, left, whichever way he needs to make them go. Um, the bad, it seems like the one thing that I really had issue with it. He's getting. He seems like he's getting pushed in pass pro. That bull rush doesn't seem like he. It's something that he's really perfected protecting against. It seems like he's getting pushed back, getting some pressure up the middle, and then the NFL against these really, really big defensive tackles, and you're getting bull rushed, and you're just getting pushed back. That's putting pressure right on that quarterback. He's at the, he either has to roll out, and he can't step up. And in an NFL right now with all these speed rushers, that's dangerous. It's very, very dangerous. Yeah. So that's something he needs to improve for NFL player for the NFL coaches to really, really love him. Um, another thing, he seems to get top heavy at time, top heavy at times. And like I said, he's he's good once he gets lashed on to the guys in the second level, but sometimes he whiffs due to just kind of staying unbalanced Can't and things like down. that getting that second level. Yeah. He definitely looks a little undersized. Thing, right. Say, say that one more time. I mean, he definitely looks a little undersized staying at six two, gonna have problems with that bull rush, you know. Yeah, yeah. Six two, three fourteen. It, it's a little bit smaller for a center. Um, but I, I I will say I like his run blocking a lot, but his pass pro is really where he needs to work on. Um, and for an NFL player. I think it's it's leading to him being a round two pick, late round two, early round three, just to work on those few things. And if he's able to show that in the next few pro days, everything like that, who knows, maybe moves up those draft boards a little bit. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how he comes back from that leg injury. You said that, you know, it's it doesn't look like it's going to play factor because it was, it was a clean break. That was, but, uh, uh, that was uh, Zinter, the Michigan guy. Oh, that's Zinter. Oh, I confused. Yeah, yeah, but that. either way, I mean Zach Zinter as well. That I don't think that the leg injury will hinder him. But yeah, all right, my bad there. Uh, number three, we got Graham Barton, Duke, um, six five three fourteen. He's a really fun prospect. Played center freshman year, uh, and the next three years he mostly played tackle. He is really versatile. He can play. He can play all five spots, which makes him really attractive to teams. Really fun. Uh, he's athletic, good flexibility, mobility. Uh, he would work best in a zone scheme. Hint, hint, 49ers. Um, he's, you know, best in the interior, in my opinion. Uh, he's got a good wide base, good hand placement, explosive first step, works to that second level. He's got short arms, though, and that's just why I think he's better in the interior than a tackle. Uh, he struggles against speed rushers at tackle when he's out there on the edge. He's late He's got a late reaction to blitz pickups. He exposes his frame, and guys get their hands inside easy on him. Um, and sometimes, honestly, when I was watching my film when he was playing at tackle, he kind of seems a little lost out there, out there. Just, you know, seems like a lot for him. So I think, you know, he can play tackle at the next level. Would I play in there? No. He's guard, center. But that's the thing, right? I mean, you get a couple of injuries, you have this flexibility in him that he can move the tackle. So that's why he's um, – this is why I think he's going to be an early 
day two pick, or I think he's going to go into the first round. I could see him going into the first round to San Fran, to a team that needs some O-line help inside, has flexibility to play all five spots. And on top of that, he's athletic enough. He's got good, you know, mobility, flexibility, that he's, you know, a good player for this zone running scheme that San Fran loves to run. I compare him to Marshall Yonda. He played uh, tackle in college, just like Barton, guard in the NFL. He was a guard for the Ravens, long time, pro bowler, all pro, really good player. So that's my comparison for him. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say this. Yeah, that, that flexibility, like you said, <clears throat> that's va- so valuable in the NFL, for especially for guys on the interior. The guys are going in and out, like in and out the door. Like it's like a rotating one of those doors you're pushing around, you know? with injuries you know the injuries are huge in the nfl and the interior line so a guy like this you plug him into the roster he can play across all those positions that saves a few spots and he's also able to plug in you're able to plug and play him anywhere that gets hurt so that's a great great thing for a draft prospect yeah, definitely number two we got my guy christian Mah- <laughs> we got my guy christian mahogany boston college wait, six, wait hammer, six, three, hammer 322 pounds wait 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 hammer is that is that you that's me. Is that's that you little, standing next to Christian Mahogany right there? That's little me. Yeah, I got to <laughs> – yeah, I was lucky enough. Um, so Christian's from New Jersey. Um, he went to Paramus Catholic High School. That's where I coach. Uh, this offseason in the winter, you know, he was back home. Uh, you know, goes to the same gym that I go to. You know, we work with Paramus Catholic and, yeah, lifted with them. We squatted together. Um, really good dude, hard worker. Um, he's excited for the draft was excited for the process. So he's a stud. He, I got him at number, I got him at number one. Jake's maybe, maybe put him at number two because the guy above him is more flashy, more versatile, this and that. But Christian Mahogany, he is the best guard in this draft. He is the bully. He's the bouncer of the party. His power stands out on tape. It, it's unreal. He moves dudes. Um, his agility to get to the second level is really impressive for a guy his size. Burst off the line of scrimmage. He's got a wide base, good hand placement, long arms, plays with good leverage. He's a first-round talent. Uh, you know, and like I said, I think he's the best true guard in the draft. I think he's going to be a day-two pick forever, though, just because, um, you know, he had, he had a bad injury in his college career. Um, that's going to set, set him back a little bit. And just the value in guards, right? And, you know, I don't think he's going to play tackled next level. So the versatility, you know, hurts a little bit. He doesn't have that. So I think he's going to be uh, early day two pick, best guard in the draft. Uh, you know, could work on a pass protection a little bit more. However, he did let up zero sacks this past year. And, yeah, uh, he's an exciting player. And I wish him nothing but the best of luck. Who, who squatted more? Him. <laughs> I don't like by, by how much? By how I much? I don't know. I forget. I don't know. But, <laughs> I I don't know. All right. Anyways, anyways, the number one bona fide number one interior O lineman in the draft, Jackson Powers Johnson, and this is a guy that's 6'3", 334. His weight changed on a few different places you look, but if he weighs in at three thirty four, something close to that, in the draft process at the combine and anything like that, it would be the highest prospect that center ever recorded in the drafts process. So it'd be amazing. Um, and the thing is, he's still very, very quick off the blocks or quick off the line. He has great hands. He doesn't panic if his initial block fails, especially in pass pro. You see if his hands miss or if the guy does a swim move or something like that, it gets by him. He instantly reattacks, gets his hands back on the inside and gets the block on. 
And I think that's something a lot of NFL teams see as a plus. I mean, who wouldn't? And anything, anyways, he had one pressure allowed in 2023. Kills when he has momentum in the second lot in the second, um, the second wave of linebackers, anything like that. Very good awareness in pass pro. If the guy's on a stunt, anything like that comes around, twists, anything like that, he'll notice it right away, pick him up. And he has 20, and he's only 21 years old. So he has a lot of room to grow. He's young. I mean, that's Hammer's age and my age in a week. So he's a young, young guy. And then bad, sometimes he finds himself getting too flashy when he's going to block in space, like on screens, things like that, pulling. He goes for that big flashy pancake, sometimes lunges, uses his shoulders, things like that. And like I said earlier, in the NFL, you can't do that. You got to get your hands on, push them, things like that. And maybe if it's a corner, you'll be able to pull that off. But these big NFL linebackers, you're not able to do that too. So things like that he needs to improve on. Um, due to his size, he fails to get in the right spots sometimes. Uh, he is 334 pounds. You know, it's going to hinder his speed a little bit. So maybe if he gets a little bit off that weight, able to improve a little bit in speed, he's going to be that guy at center for a, a, a lot of years to come. Um, only thing I really wanted to note is that this is his first year at center. He previously was right guard, but looked very, very comfortable in the center role, more comfortable than he did at right guard. So I think he's going to stay at center in the league, but that's also something to look at for NFL teams is the flexibility. Um, my comparison was Eric McCoy as a Saints fan. I know Eric McCoy is a huge center and when he's on the pulling, uh, pulling end of the blocks, or if he's going downfield, this guy crushes people. And that's exactly what Jackson Powers Johnson loves to do. So I, I think Eric, Eric McCoy is a great comp. Um, and, and I got Jackson going mid to late round one. I, I really do. I think he could go anywhere in that 15 to 20 range or, or even all the way up to 30. It depends on what teams kind of go on a run on this year. So I'm interested to see what they do with uh, Jackson. Thank you guys for tuning in to the prospect video. We got a lot more to come. Like Hammer said, we're going to do one every single week, alternating offense, defense, offense, defense. We're hoping to, that these guys interest you. Comment down below basically what you want us to do next, how you want us to change it up, what players you we think you think we missed, you think we're too high, too low, things like that. And one quick thing, one closing thought I want to say is the Super Bowl's tonight. The Deadpool trailer comes out. I'm going to try to do a uh, Deadpool trailer reaction video. Hopefully it's already out by now, by Tuesday when you guys get this. Uh, but Hammer's never seen Deadpool, so he doesn't know what the hype's all about. So I got to get him I got to get him educated, got him to watch those two and get hyped for Deadpool 3. Yeah, not a nerd. I'll say that he, this guy doesn't even watch Wolverine. He thinks Captain America is more Just, uh, badass than Deadpool or Wolverine in general. Captain America? Hell no. Deadpool and Wolverine are 10 times more badass. Cap is more badass. You wish. You yeah. wish. Okay. It's because he, he thinks he looks like Captain. That's all, that's all it is. I've been told that by many, many older moms. Um, yeah, all right. So <laughs> that's going to do it. Um, Good. And next next week's interior defense alignment. Excited to do that one. Jenks closing thoughts. Nothing good. Okay, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at Jenks Pod. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Make sure if you watch on YouTube to like, comment, and subscribe. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks. See you guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Jenks and the Hammer Podcast. Remember to leave a review and follow all of our social media pages at Jenks Hammer Pod for more content. Until next time, who that and go pack go. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.